Welcome to Conversations with episode four. Today I have Abby Grief Photography with me. I'll let her introduce herself. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, I'm Abby. I am based in Kingston, Norfolk. Um, like Beth said, I'm an equine pet photographer, but I specialise in more of a dark and quirky style, um, which I absolutely love. Um, and yeah, it's actually becoming a lot more popular at the moment as well. Uh, but yeah, basically, I like to do anything out there. But I'll get more into that with my project later, because that is very out there. <laughs> it is. Well, as you've kind of introduced it a little bit, let's start with your Quirky Questions project. So tell us the thinking behind it, what it is, where you see it going. Tell us everything. It's called Quirky Equestrians. So the original mental idea that I had behind it was to get a group of equestrians together, heavily inked, bright coloured hair, a bit like myself, just give them the chance to be able to tell their story. Because I tend to find as a tattooed individual myself, I get judged quite quickly. People don't think I'm approachable and they think I'm a bit of a nuthead, which I can be. <laughs> but it it's the fact that if you let people speak you will know that they're actually an okay individual they've got a story to tell and that's what I love about everyone everyone is different just let them have the chance so I have worked with some amazing people so far I've worked with a pole dancer and yesterday I actually met a fire eater that's so that that was really cool not to mention that she did run the fire up and down my arm and I was <laughs> like <laughs> I she kept saying it's okay you can do it yeah I, I did get it on camera well my sponsored writer Lindsay got a video of it and all you can hear is me squeaking from trying to do it myself and I'm like yeah yeah, yeah I can do it no no I can't I literally tensed as soon as she put that fire anywhere near my arm I can tell you now that like all of my like arm hair is gone <laughs> <laughs> but it was really good it's like how many people can say they've had that experience no it it's just so different I just love anything that's out there yeah anything expressive it's reflected in your work as well like your style yeah. is very very dramatic anyway and yeah quirky questions project it's kind of come out even more like you've been able to experiment and enhance it even more to create these stunning pieces of imagery that aren't often seen yeah yeah definitely I mean I really wanted to kind of incorporate some um smoke grenade work into these yeah but really once I've kind of met these people and I've got an idea of what it is they do you really don't need to you don't need to add extra drama or dramatics when someone is already incredible you, you yeah. just don't need to and that hasn't surprised me but it's made me realize that you know I love all the smoke grenade work and stuff like that but it's made me realize that you don't always need it yeah you, you really don't it's been fun doing the bits and pieces like in the past but re really I don't think I'd continue doing too much of it because my style has kind of evolved again it, it's forever changing and I think that's kind of the good thing about going on your journey everyone's got an individual path haven't they and you just got to find yourself on it yeah rather than create yourself 
and I touched on this in my in the podcast with Evie about how like our photographic styles have changed even from like a year ago six months ago where do you see yours going as in how do you okay. see your style evolving oh I, I, I don't know to be honest I see it becoming I'd like to think it'd be more sharper in the future but I don't think the actual like dramatics of it will change they'll still be very sharp very edgy if anything they'll just become a little bit more detailed still dark because I quite like the dark style but I have started to do a lot more close-up work because I'm very much a wide angle girl yeah I love wide angled photos but I've realized that I can't offer that and just offer that yeah so it's all about experimenting uh, I've done some beautiful close-ups on my shoot with Evie the other day actually and it, it was nice to see something else rather than what I normally do yeah so it, it was nice I kind of used the opportunity to experiment and kind of find myself in that area yeah which was really good and with your photographic style as well obviously it is a much darker edgier style you've done some work with some brands and brand ambassadors and such have you found that you've attracted certain types of brands or certain types of people because of your style I'd say I definitely work with more quirky individuals I would say the normal people but that's not what I mean like people with like lots of tattoos piercings and it's almost quite subjective the style but it's not meant to be like that. It's open for everyone. So like, if you like my style, you know, get in touch because we, you, you can work with anyone yeah. and you can always make it what you like. I mean, I've done that steampunk style shoot the other day with a lady named Karina and her Irish cob Foley and no like heavy ink, no bright colored hair, but she absolutely rocked the steampunk outfit yeah 100% and it just goes to show that anyone can do it if you want to have a quirky shoot go and get yourself a mental outfit that no one else would have and really make yourself stand out yeah that's what I saw about to me it's celebrating individuals and not only my creativity but their creativity that was all her idea yeah and she like come at me saying oh my god I've hired out birds of prey for it and I was like what I was like, no way. And it was incredible. You know, it was all her doing. And some people can commit you with mental ideas. It's amazing. That's the thing with the photography as well, is that it's such an individual thing. And obviously every photographer has a different photographic style. But within that, there's kind of that, within that one big style I found, like with different clients, different variations of that style come out based on the different clients because their shoot is their shoot and it's celebrating them yeah and yeah exactly I think that's what's really important for people to remember when thinking oh I can't book a shoot because I don't look like that or I can't do that I'm like it doesn't matter it's your shoot yeah so then this is why we do what we do as well because we know how to manipulate certain things in shoots and we know how to pose you and what will work for you individually we yeah. work around the client yeah it's it's the only way to do it yeah in my opinion it don't try and task someone else with someone else's demeanor no it will never come across correctly be you 
that's all you can be and exactly most important so you've recently transitioned from full-time job in retail with photography on the side to going full-time photography how Mm. have you found that transition not hard actually (laughs) um so when I first got told that I was being made redundant uh, that was in January this year literally just before COVID-19 as well so it was it was hard in that respect because it was like we're going through a global pandemic no one's going to book anything but that was the hand of cards I got yeah I, I had to do something with it and lo and behold I've been fully booked for two months I've hit my target each month so it's doable it's just really hard it's like from going to or going from booking I don't know two sessions a month to booking 10 plus yeah is a bit is a bit mental I honestly I don't know how I've done it when I was working in retail I don't know how I've done it because I am tired (laughs) I'm really tired and to work 43 hour weeks which is what I was doing at Morrison's to then come home and edit I must have been dead (laughs) but I I still enjoyed it yeah I did still enjoy it and honestly I don't know how I've done it I've no idea yeah but the thing is now I highly recommend it yeah I can't recommend it I highly recommend it yeah it it's been so rewarding like when I had my photo shoot my branding shoot on Sunday was it Um, yeah yeah I was literally like a proud parent sitting in my office saying oh this is this and this is this and oh I've done this as well yeah and I literally felt like that was my child and I was like look at it oh it's so beautiful the business is your baby essentially like this is like like, this is a huge part of who I am like celebrate it be proud but what I thought I found most not difficult challenging is probably the better word about running your own full-time business that you're not people like think oh you're a photographer you're not just a photographer you don't just take the photos and edit them you're your social media manager you're your accountant you're your website developer like you are everything absolutely it's really hard to juggle it all oh yeah and really hard it's you're never going to get it right completely but what have you found that has made the transition from full-time work to full-time photographer easier just not being at Morrison's uh, literally my mindset was so poor when I was in that building so poor since I left I'm like happy singing dancing all day every day it's incredible what leaving one negative behind can do going forwards yeah and I I knew for a long time that that was my negative and I needed to get shot of it but the thought of leaving a comfortable job with regular income because when you've got a mortgage to pay for as well it's really really stressful to kind of get your head out of the sand and take in that realization but when I got told that you're going it's end of I was like okay fair enough you know boot me out the door that's fine literally it got to like the final two weeks and I was like is it time yet can I go now I was like literally I got bored spinning around on a chair and I was like 
I'm, I'm ready to go now. I want to go and better myself. And that's what I've done. It's mindset is the best thing that I can say to anyone. Get yourself a positive mindset and you'll smash it. What has, what would be your tips then for establishing that positive mindset? Obviously you touched on eliminating negativity where you can what else would Mm -hmm. you recommend don't compare yourself to others don't compare because you'll just find yourself sinking lower and lower and lower into the mindset of i can't do it i'm not as good as everyone else i don't deserve to be here stay in your lane and you know don't try and be someone that you're not yeah comparison is a thief of joy as evie would say it is it really is it It absolutely 100 percent is and it's taken me all this time to realise that myself. I'm still realising you know, that I'm yeah, still you know. working through these thoughts. Like you get you get the good days and the bad days, don't you? Like there's sometimes where you're feeling like you're rocking everything, and then there's other days where you're just like, oh, why am I doing this? I'm not good. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, I still get days like that. Yeah. And it you know, it is really pants. But you've just got to realise what your worth is. And like I said, absolutely do not compare yourself to other photographers. The only person you should be comparing yourself to is the person you were yesterday. I like that. I like that a lot. It's very, it is very hard to remember, though. Yeah, it is. It is. I've actually got it written in my office now. If I ever start to doubt myself, I look at it and go, right, OK, crack on. That's a fantastic look at what you idea. Yesterday, look at what you're doing today. That's a fantastic idea. important, you know, just think to yourself, are you wasting your energy on something that doesn't matter? Yeah. If you are, park it, crack on with what you need to do. Just park it, eliminate it completely. Talking of like investing your time into things that matter, you've, like me, have invested in like a mentor and coaching a little bit of coaching and stuff how have you found that that has benefited you and what would be your advice to someone potentially looking to invest in a mentor or a coach I've been having mentoring sessions for a while with Sophie Callahan. I get a lot of homework <laughs> which I love actually I love that because I kind of go away and I've got a list of things to do that I I just need to get done I always say as quickly as possible because then I can go back and say right I've done it next what do I need to do now Uh, and I've recently invested in a coaching with social pursuit which I'm really looking forward to actually so we had a chat over the phone the other day and just like chatted about goals but I've officially not started yet but I'm really looking forward to it I really am looking forward to leveling up my business yeah and taking it to the next step because I feel like I'm still on not starting to plateau but it's starting to get to that point I think yeah and it's time to give myself a little pick me up a little investment in myself and the way I look at it it's already been paid for and I don't think you can put money on something like that anyway yeah if you really want to better yourself it's not you don't think of it as an outgoing just think of it as you putting money into yourself yeah in order to succeed it's an investment in yourself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's you, You've got to do it. And, you know, I'm not going to lie. I've not told my husband that I've bought that. Because <laughs> he'd hit the room. <laughs> he'd be like, what the bloody hell are you 
booked out on that for? Well, he's going to know now. That's been recorded, that has. <laughs> I'll tell him later. You'll know tell if I'm dead at some point. <laughs> well, I mean, I found it as well. And I found this with, like, just having, like, our group of friends on that Instagram group chat and a few other friends that I regularly talk to. I've not, I want to have some more sessions with Sophie. I've just, I've been really bad and not got around to getting them. But yeah, accountability, you have someone going, Beth, get your act together. Do it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're being stupid, they'll tell you. Like, yeah. And I find that so useful. It's the accountability that you need because if you've got no one to kind of like kick you up the backside when you need it, or yeah. me especially, if no one does that to me, I'm like, it's fine, it can wait. When really, it can't. It yeah. cannot bloody wait. <laughs> Just I need to get on with it. And then I think to myself, once it's done, it's done. I haven't got to worry about that anymore. I have been trying to do my emailing list for months. And I keep thinking, that's not an important job, but it really is. And I still haven't done it. Yeah. So I need to get my head out of my backside and just do it. <laughs> I think with stuff like that as well, like we said earlier, like you are, when you run your own business, you're everything. You're not just what your job title is, essentially. Yeah. You've got, it's finding that balance between doing it enough and not doing it so much that you burn out. So I mm. was doing an email list a week. Like sending out an email a week, and I was finding myself starting to not be able to commit to that. So I've gone, well, I still need to do it, but let's do it once a month. I can commit to that. Do it once a month, and I found that's worked a whole host better. Yeah, I mean, I am trying to kind of like schedule what I do each day. So like one day will be solely for editing, another day will be scheduling my social media posts another for, I don't know, invoices and tax spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff. And I still haven't done it. (laughs) Everything is just a little bit like mismatchy still. And I think that's from the pressure of going full time. It's like, I've got this to do. And like all the whole social media scheduling, I never really used to do that when I was at Morrison's. I used to just like get my phone out on my lunch break and then just tap it in, blah, 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 do what you need to do. Yeah. And then carry on working. And if my phone buzzed, it buzzed with an inquiry. But if it didn't, I was like, well, that's fine. I don't really need it. You've got but it. now it's like, right. yeah. Yeah. I actually need it now. So let's, let's get posts out there like nearly every day. And, but it is draining. It's so draining. Social media takes up so much time. I don't think people realise how much time it takes up. It's ridiculous. I've actually stopped now using social media for personal stuff. Yeah. Because I've had enough of it. Like, I'll use it for um, inspiration for shoots or anything. I'll use it, obviously, to get inquiries and stuff like that. But I've stopped pretty much posting stuff on my personal pages because I'm just like... Mm -hmm. By the time the end of the working day is done, I've had enough of it. Yeah. The phone off. Yeah. Yeah. I've not posted anything on my personal pages for what feels like ages. If I go through my timeline, it's just loads of tags from other people posting their photos. 
and like yeah. my Facebook friends must get so fed up of seeing it and I'm like yeah I've got no updates for you to be honest just this just business stuff now here you go if you don't like it bye bye <laughs> it's really bad if there is anything significant update that I want to share I share it on my business page anyway so if you follow that you'll see the update <laughs> yeah exactly I, I can't be doing it's I run enough pages as it is yeah doing with the additional I mean I've got my Facebook page and then I've got um, my Abergree photos on Instagram then I've just recently got studio so I've got a separate page for that as well but I'm really struggling with that one because I've like I've got no more material to use because the studio is not open yet and I've got nothing else to share yeah. And then because we travel a lot, I've got a travel page as well, which has literally gone down the toilet because I haven't got time. <laughs> so it's not much. Well, not at the minute, no, but it's like a, it's a new page. So I've got a lot of like backlog of stuff that I can share, but I just don't have time. I don't have time. Yeah. Which is a shame because that's something that I also enjoy. That's more like a hobby, whereas my photography was my hobby before and now it's yeah. my business it's everything's all changed around it's it's strange how it all kind of like works one way one minute and then you've got to adapt to a different way it's just yeah life likes blows to my mind on all yeah it likes to throw them just at the point where you're settling into something it's like it goes right you've got your grief on with this now let's change it you've got to got to adapt again now can't make life easy for you <laughs> kind of like pulled the face like what no I don't want to I'm happy <laughs> but like in my situation I wasn't happy so this has turned out to be the best thing that ever happened and like a bit of advice for people that are potentially going through the same thing because let's face it a lot of people are facing redundancies and or just you know job losses and stuff like that at the minute if you do have a small business on the side just to take the opportunity because you could almost say what I could say that what's happened to me has been a blessing in disguise yeah you just don't realize it you think oh my god the world's ending and I haven't got a job anymore what am I gonna do get your positive head on think right it's time to smash it anything's possible yeah if you take the right tone with it you just got to take what you get yeah you've actually just answered my next two questions <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's fine it's absolutely fine you mentioned you've now got the studio photos so yeah you've diversified a little bit more since going full-time tell us how that came about why you decided to do it because your studio work is stunning thank you my my friend, um, what well, her husband is a photographer, and someone I used to work with at Morrison's is also a photographer, and they specialise in wedding photography. Uh, they got a studio a couple of years back, and it was always like, "Oh, can I come and use it?" Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Can I have pets in there? No, I was like, I don't want it then. So I just kept persevering with it. Yeah, and uh, I said, "Look, I'm leaving Morrison's." I'd really be interested in getting in the studio. Can you ask the owner if he would allow dogs in there? So they did. And he said, yeah, that's fine. So I have managed to get myself a little studio. I mean, it's next to a gym, which you can hear the music going like most days. But yeah. it, it's ideal for now. 
and it just adds a little something extra as well like I can do Christmas minis and stuff like that because let's all face it we all love a Christmas card with our pets on and you know silly things like that it it's offering something that not many other people have the opportunity to if that makes sense yeah and like when when the weather's pants or something like that if the studio is free and the guys aren't using it I can say look it's too wet and rainy out there today for your dog photo shoot do you want to have some studio portraits instead and I'll adjust the price accordingly mm. or we or we can reschedule it's you know it's another option there and it's another form of income for when it gets really cold out there because let's face it not many people ever want a photo shoot when it's cold I mean I never used to push it anyway being at Morrison's but this year I think I feel it's going to be a bit more of a challenge because I really need to push for the colder seasons and unfortunately um, with us being in Britain and the area we're in mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of snow no and no that's when people want winter photo shoots is when it snows but yeah well, I actually said to my husband the other day that I'll like taking a page out of your books I've seen you do it before saying if anyone wants to photo shoot if we miraculously get any this year do you want to go on a list and if it's safe to travel and you're like within 20 minutes away from me or you know, something silly like that if it if it snows I'll pop you a message and if you're free I'll come out kind of thing but I honestly never ever hold hope for snow no so <laughs> never ever I did a snow photo shoot a year last February with yeah. my brand ambassador and we've been trying to arrange a day like a sunrise frosty photo shoot and we're due for frost the next morning. So I was like, shall I come over to mm. yours tonight? We'll have a girls' night. She's a good friend of mine as well. We'll have a girls' night. Then we'll get up early in the morning, do a frosty photo shoot, and it'll look stunning. We woke up to three mm. foot of snow, didn't we? Well, not three foot, like one and a half <laughs> foot of snow. I got snowed in for the whole weekend. Mm. I couldn't leave her yard. No. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> all right. Extended sleepover. Literally. <laughs> Beth, I'm get the wine out letting you drive home in this the roads are horrendous and I'm like, oh great yeah. so yeah that's how that photo <laughs> came about yeah isn't that the photo that you sent to the group actually was it yeah. black horse red dress yeah yeah that was really really beautiful bless her she's really nice you don't I bet she was so cold oh, she was like cold. she was like Beth I love you and I love your work but we're not doing that again <laughs> I was like, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. That is hilarious. I love that. <laughs> There's things that you do, though, and, like, to what we sometimes, not expect of people, but, like, I always make suggestions, and I always say, please do not feel like you have to do any of this. Yeah. And, like, sometimes when you come up with a suggestion, you think, Christ, I sound a little bit crazy. <laughs> and you just think to yourself as well, like, on earth must they be thinking right now just like suggested like yeah go stand over there and I'll don't I'll just lay on the floor here and you'll come this close to me but please don't run me over <laughs> it's just nuts it was like it's nuts my recent shoot with Kirsten I went to hop she's got a lovely dressage horse and he could occasionally be a little bit spooky mm. but I was like how would you feel if I made a flower wreath <laughs> she was like well we can <laughs> So I went to Hobby Craft, bought all the fake flowers, created this huge 
flower wreath and he he was like snorting at it to begin with but then was like fine with it <laughs> and then the next the next outfit changed she had this lovely long black dress i was like right i'm taking the flowers off and i'm putting them in the plaited mane <laughs> and then, i did see that actually and i looked so pretty the ridden sheet i've got some photos that i still need to edit and i, I was like it was actually kirsten's idea and she was like right beth hop on hop on with your camera take a photo from above <laughs> i was like okay do you know what <laughs> That's mental because I actually had a shoot in Derbyshire um, working with riding school and stuff like that. And I said a really cool shot would be to have me plopped on one of your horses and taking a photo from above, just like holding the reins or something like that. But miraculously, I say miraculously, I nearly fell off my chair when she booked me again. (laughs) I'm going back up at the end of this month. There's like two shoots in the space of like 40 days oh wow you know it's mad and we've got so much more that we can do next time and that's one of the things we're going to do I'm like so excited so excited to go back yeah cannot wait no and they've got yeah yeah it's it's just immense yeah it's clients like that that make it worthwhile and you think wow thank you thank you very much well yeah it's just incredible it, it allows your creativity to flow like that's one of the things I love about photographing Kirsten is that she will within reason she will let me try out all of my different crazy ideas and nine times out of ten she'll be suggesting a load of them as well (laughs) (laughs) that's what you want though you want two creative minds to come together oh and the results are stunning like yeah I know that sounds a bit big-headed but I'm so pleased with the photos from that sheet because it's just like everything I wanted and more yeah yeah absolutely I tend to find it's sometimes the opposite for me so if I do a shoot and I'm like I'm not really sure what I'm going to be doing today let's just kind of wing it and they sometimes end up being the best ones yes like I done a shoot with um sponsored rider Millie and her um stallion cash and I tried a load of settings that I don't normally use and they were beautiful absolutely stunning we literally just stood them next to like a row of conifers and the greens against his chestnut coat it just looked incredible it yeah. it was so good I was like so chuffed with myself that I came away and I was like clapping my hands I was like Whoa! got straight on the computer when I got home as I always do because I've got no patience at all yeah, looked no. at him edited one sent it straight to her I was like oh, look at it it's beautiful <laughs> I've got no patience when it comes to stuff like that. Like, if I know that I've done a really, really cool thing, I get straight on it. Oh yeah. I just if I know the I photos, can't wait. If I know the photos are gonna turn out better than I could have possibly imagined, I'm like, those photos are getting edited this evening. Yeah. Obviously absolutely. with Kirsten's shoot, it was a bit different because I'd spent the whole day with her in Gloucester taking over mm. a thousand photos driven home from Gloucester to Cambridge and I was like yeah yeah no I'm not gonna be able to edit and then found that my hard drive was my external hard drive where I saved all my raw images was full so I then had to like <laughs> I wi-fi them a, a few over to my phone so I could like edit them edit them on Lightroom on my phone whilst I was waiting for the new hard drive to arrive so I then like went straight on Amazon ordered the new one and I was like I don't want to start editing them properly and loading them onto my computer until I can back them up because I have this like horrible thought of like losing all the images or 
stuff like that. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah. I was just like, <laughs> like sitting in a corner nodding. So I'm like, I really want to edit these photos and I can't bring myself <laughs> to it. <laughs> yeah, it's horrible, isn't it? And that thought is always at the back of your head as well. Like the what if, what if anything happens? You don't want to lose them, do you? And it is it, so stressful. Yeah. It can be stressful, especially when you think along those kind of lines. <laughs> it's awful. Linked to awful. That, have you ever had any big mishaps on a shoot that you're happy to share with us? Not really, to be honest. Like, no, no, not really. I've like had like a brain meltdown before where I've like not, <laughs> not known how to use my camera anymore. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Help. But, yeah, I've never, never really had any complaints. So that that's a good thing in itself, really. Yeah. I, no, I can't really think of anything, to be honest. I'll I, think of some of it later. You can guarantee it. I've got on my camera before. <laughs> no. As a photographer, can you go to a shoot and forget your camera? Like, so at the time I had two and I brought the wrong one because I forgot that I'd left. I'd edited photos the day before and I forgot I'd left my camera that I u- use on my desk. Luckily, <laughs> it was at my yard, which is five minutes down the road and they were good friends of ours and they were running late anyway. So I could quickly nip home, grab my camera and come back. But I was mortified. Can you imagine if I could it was like over an hour away? <laughs> That's hilarious. See, that that could never happen because I I do have OCD like really bad. Normally, and I, I will put <laughs> yeah, I'll put the camera in my like my bag and everything in the boot. I'll get in the car. I'll start the engine and go. Did I put it in there? So I'll get out again, check the boot, check the front door, <laughs> get in the car and think. Right. Okay, we're good. We can go now. And then even on the way, I'm thinking, did I put it in there? <laughs> I'm terrible. I'm absolutely terrible. I mean to stop halfway to a shoot just to check my boot to make sure I put the camera bag in there. Oh yeah, I've done that before. Even though I know I've done it. Yeah, I mean, this isn't really a mishap, but going along the lines of forgetting something, not for a shoot, but I went to catch up with one of my sponsored riders and I was taking her um, sticker for her lorry. So they all got a sticker each um, to advertise my brand and my business on the travels. So I went purposely to take that and I left it at home. So they didn't have it in time to go to the event that they were going to. Oh no! <laughs> which, which sounds about right for me. In the end, I, I managed to take it round. We put it on the lorry. <laughs> we messed it up. But they weren't that expensive anyway. So at the end, of the, they're selling their lorry soon anyway. So I was like, well, whoever has it can either take it off or leave it on. It doesn't look that bad. Like the R of my name just kind of like peeled away wrong. Yeah. And I just kind of like took some bits away from other bits and like turned it into an R and an I. <laughs> it, it just looked so pants. It looked absolutely rubbish. Aww. But it wasn't expensive. So I wasn't too upset. I can just get enough one in the future. It's no problem at all. But that just sums me up in a nutshell sometimes. Just scatty as anything. I was like, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Just fix it. Just get the R and fix it. <laughs> At that moment in time, I was Abby Geef. So I was like, we can't have that. Who's that? 
I was like, we need to change it, fix it, bodge it, do whatever you can, just fix it. <laughs> I was like, because if not, I'll just have to take it all off. And I'm not having that. <laughs> like, it's just, this is where my brain works over time when mistakes happen. And I'm like, oh my God, what if, if they can't see it, that's fine. But I know it's there. It's like when you edit something and you can just see a slight, not a mistake, but you can see where you've edited and it sticks out like a sore thumb. And you're like, you'll, you'll put it up and you, you can still see it, but there's nothing else you can do to like blend it in anymore. Yeah. The joy of being... No one ever notices. No, but the joy of being an overthinker. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's really not a joy. <laughs> it's, really not, it's no picnic. <laughs> Going into kind of overthinking and stuff, one thing that I find that I majorly overthink and panic about is pricing. Mm-hmm. Pricing Agreed. services. I'm never fully happy with mine. I don't know about you. No, I'm not happy with mine. I, I know I'm not expensive, but to others I am. And it's really hard to kind of get across the value of what they're getting. Like, I know how to put it across, but I also get, not narky, but I get quite protective of what we offer. Yeah. And I cannot get across the value enough. Like, you know, like I said to you earlier, I'm, I'm putting my prices up at some point within the next year um, to put in like a bigger package and stuff like that. And the others below will just get tailored and just you know, mixed around a little bit just to suit that price bracket a little bit more. But you can guarantee that once I've done it again, I'll still be worrying about them. Yeah. Like, oh, if no one buys it, what if it's too expensive for someone? And, you know, like when you start out, you do charge lower. I did, you know, and I am ashamed to think of how little I charged at one point. Yeah, same. But now that you kind of think about that and you know you've kind of gone up to the next level where you can start introducing packages and not just just flat rate yeah you can see how hard it is to be in the photography business when you've got undercutting going on all the time Mm -hmm. it's really difficult to kind of get your message across it's you know I know we all start somewhere and I, I used to do it as well but you you just realize how hard it actually is and it's it is hard it's hard have you found the pricing from when you first started out to have impacted you now in terms of like maybe gaining repeat clients gaining new clients Mm -hmm. anything like that yeah yeah so obviously my new clients have never been my repeat like if if that makes sense sorry that made no sense at all um but yeah my old clients can now no longer afford me and for that I kind of feel a bit bad it's like I not led them on with a really cheap option but I had to gain a portfolio but now like I had um, someone approach me for a photo shoot a little while back I sent out my packages and they said I'm really sorry I can't I was like I'm really sorry I can't help you yeah I can't I can't charge that price anymore I can't be undercutting anymore it's not it's not right I've got a stick to my guns and this is what it is now um like I can recommend some other people to you and stuff like that that's fine but you're not going to find much cheaper than that if you want a professional or at least someone that knows 
what they're doing. What it is that they're offering to a tea and you know it's yeah. it's hard isn't it it's hard to get your message across when people are looking for a quick fix I guess yeah a lot people love a bargain I love a bargain you know I absolutely love a bargain but I know photography's worth and I like I had a photo shoot on Sunday like I said earlier and that was worth every single penny that I paid to Evie yeah. and more and more and I know damn well because I followed her for years that she will execute that perfectly yeah whereas if I went to someone who was a lot cheaper who didn't have a very extensive portfolio I'd have no faith I'd be like well they might come out okay but they might not mm. but I've like paid like less than a quarter of the price of what I would have paid someone else it's I'd rather for me I'd rather have the security in knowing that the photographer is going to do a damn good job and yeah. do a job yeah that I would be proud yeah. of if I was in their position yeah yeah it's like I said it's really hard because obviously it's not it's not to belittle people like other photographers because it's not because we all start somewhere and that's understandable and we all charge like I said we're worth charging at the time yeah yeah definitely and I think that's what it's down to is you don't value your work I didn't used to value mine and now what I do, I've kind of learned that lesson saying, I know what my work is worth now. Yeah. Hence why I'm doing another price increase because what I do and like people don't realize it's the, it's the travel expenses, it's your insurance, your gear. I mean, the camera and the lens that I use alone is four grand. And people ask me all the time, how much is what you've got in your hand? I'll tell them. And they're like, Jesus. I was like, mm -hmm, yeah. I said, you know, sometimes I think I've not even made that back. Yeah. But and the insurance as well, the insurance only covers the camera if an accident happens. If it just breaks from general wear and tear, you've got to find that money to replace it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm quite, well, I, assuming most people always have a backup as well. I've got a second DSLR body that I can use, but I'd be lying if I said I liked it because I don't like it at all. I'm, I need to exchange it. I, I want to get a, um, a D850. Yeah. Um, so I want to, in time, get shot of my D610, which I literally do not use at all. I don't like the way it feels in my hand. It's yeah. not the same as my 750. It's, it's horrible. I, I hate it. And yeah, I, if, if my 750 broke, I'd be mortified because I'm like, I've got to use for 610 and I don't like it. Okay. You know, it's, it's all time and money. And I don't think some people realize how much money goes into this job. A lot of people think we turn up, we click a button and say, here you go. I've not done anything to your images. Have the roars or something like that. You know, I think that's what they kind of expect. Have you had anyone ask for the raw images? Yeah. The biggest kick in the gut that is. The biggest kick. And the answer is always going to be no, just for anyone listening. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like in my contracts, because I've just recently started doing contracts and stuff like that as well, since going full time, you've, you've got to. Got to protect In yourself. bold, yeah, bold capital letters on mine is that I absolutely will not give out my roars. Do not ask, because the answer will be no. How can you reflect your work? if you give your raws to someone else to edit 
and it's putting filters on them and stuff like that as well is a massive bugbear of mine it i just i, I can't i can't it i have that in my contract saying yeah. the images you get i still hold the copyright to them and yeah. you're under copyright law so you're not allowed to edit them in any way whether that be a yeah. filter yeah. crop obviously if they wanted to post on instagram it's a bit different it's i see that as slightly different if they're not to put a filter on because you can only put so much of an image in even when you're not wanting it square and yeah. so like i will overlook a slight instagram crop as long as there's no yeah. filter been put on it yeah but anything that's done purposely i'm like well all, all the others look perfect as an example and then one's been like massively cropped and i don't know how i feel about it I, <clears throat> it's never like anger like really really bad anger it's disappointment and frustration that they feel yeah that they feel the need to have to change what i think is perfect yeah yeah why why would you need to change what i've given you it feels Say like that again, it feels a bit like an insult when absolutely you can put a filter on yeah. work you've done for them because they've yeah. been your job for a reason mm. and then have altered the job that you've done for them. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing that I will say as well, like copyright goes as far as like, if you want to get a drawing done of the picture that we've given you, or you want to get it painted onto a mug or something, just ask us. We're not going to say no, you know, not all the time, but just to ask us is fab it's like it keeps us in the loop it's like yeah yeah that's fine i'd love to see it when it's done because it's if you are really hard if you are being technical about it if you're asking an artist to do that it is illegal for them to do it without your permission because you still hold the copyright to those images this is like when i used to offer my um color splash edits I don't do it anymore because you can't get a good quality without using a high res image. It's just, it's awful. Absolutely terrible. Mm. But people used to just message me all the time saying, can I have one of these? Can I have it with this picture? And this picture, you're looking at it and you're like, that's really, really good. And you're like, is that been taken by a professional? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I can't touch it. I can't touch it. It, I said I will need written permission from the photographer and by written permission I will want you to screenshot the message and send it over to me mm. not for you to just come back to me and say yeah they said it's fine because that will not cut it like I will want that message I will want it on file I would literally print that and put it in a file yeah so that if it ever bit me in the ass I can say they said they I can get it out and say well no actually you did say it was all right so it's it's really difficult it swings and roundabouts and the same rule applies with anything that anyone's created just have a little bit of mindfulness as to the amount of work effort love stress and tears that goes into what we do yeah to not to not mug us off that's probably the wrong way of putting it <laughs> at least i'm not using colorful language um <laughs> You know, just just be mindful of what you're doing. Have a bit of thought for the creative, because it is our pride and joy. It's what we do. 
a great deal of love and care. Well, so I do hope yeah. the thought and the appreciation of what the creative was created for you. Also, be mindful yeah. of the law because that could go back to bite you on the bum at some point. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah, absolutely. Or use a photo for something without permission. For example, if you're using a photo that a photographer's taken to sell your horse, because that's a grey mm-hmm. area. Yeah. You get charged by the photographer for using the image in a way that wasn't expressly said they, that it could be used originally. Some photographers might overlook mm-hmm. it, but I've seen some photographers charge extortionate amounts and keep putting interest on until said invoice is paid because you've used an inv- you've used a photo incorrectly. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, though, like most of the time, if I'm asked, I'll be like, "That's absolutely fine." I just like to be asked. And, yeah. you know, most of the time I'll say, yes, I'm not unreasonable. You know, I'm not a, I say a horrible person. <laughs> um, you know, I'm always understanding and compassionate. And if you wanted to use a photo that I've taken in order to sell a horse, as an example, I will more than likely say yes. But please do not crop it. Do not put a filter on it. Show it as it is. If you please. Can. And if you can, use the one with my watermark on it. Because if that advert's going out there places more people are going to see my work yeah. yeah yeah in that case i probably would actually say do you mind if i send you an image or the image that you want with my watermark on yeah like, because it's kind of doing them a favor they're doing me a favor as well by getting my work a bit further afield that's yeah. the way i see it if you've got an opportunity a window of opportunity where you could potentially be seen by more say yes yeah it's not always about the money i don't think i think if you give you get back as well. There's like so many scenarios where I've given something, I've got something back. Like, as an example, my quirky equestrian that I went to see yesterday, it turns out she's a nutritionist. A nutritionist? A nutritionist. A nutritionist. <laughs> and um, get your words out, Abby. Yeah, she's a nutritionist and she gave me a free nutrition plan for me given her, her quirky equestrian shoot. So, yeah, okay, I'm not gaining any monetary value out of it, but I'm gaining experience. I'm working with a fire eater who I wouldn't have worked with anyway. I've got some cracking image for, images for my portfolio and, you know, I've lost a stone since being on this nutrition plan. So I think kindness can roll around as well. Yeah. You know, it, you obviously want to earn money from your business. There's nothing wrong. You are allowed to earn money from your business. Preach. But I, absolutely. But I also think that kindness as well goes a long way. And you never know what opportunities being kind to someone will bring in the future. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, like since I left Morrison's, like, a lot of good cameras kind of rolled around. Yeah. For me. And that, a lot of that is from being kind. And, I, yeah, I can't complain. I've had so many new clients recently from doing work that is essentially portfolio building. So, yeah, okay, I didn't take money in the first instance, but it's gained me two months' worth of full bookings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's mad how it works. I think you've just got to be open-minded with it sometimes and just really think about what it is that you're doing. Yeah, and I always try to look at, as, look at everything as an opportunity. Yes. I just don't know what could come out of it. So yeah. if it's financially viable, to do something for free and I think great opportunities could come out of it in the future I'm mm-hmm. gonna do it yeah yeah absolutely so here's a story for you actually so 
I um, do a lot of work for Peewee Salary. Yep. So I done a shoot with Poppy when I first started in 2018. I charged not a lot, not a lot for the shoot. And I have since done more work at my new price. And I think to myself, if I wouldn't have charged so little to kind of get the commercial work under my belt, I may not have had this opportunity again. I'll tell you as well, like most of the work that I've had these past two months have all been businesses looking for new images for their websites. A lot of it isn't actually like portrait work, like horse and rider or dogs and stuff like that. It's mainly commercial that I'm doing at the minute. Everyone's looking for a little bit of a rebrand. Yeah. Uh, you know, myself included. And everyone kind of wants to come out of the other side of this bigger, better, stronger, positive yeah. mindset. Let's smash it kind of thing. It, you know, everyone's kind of on the same trail at the minute. Yeah. And it's, it's immense that everyone's kind of going in the same direction. I think that with this whole COVID pandemic, small businesses are going to thrive and it's going to be the bigger businesses that are impacted because everyone's switched to the shop small mindset shop small shop local and I think because we don't know if there's going to be like a second wave and stuff like that I think that mindset is going to continue for quite a while yeah I I agree now is in in a really really weird way now is the time to start a small business yeah yeah, it doesn't seem the right stretch, does it? But it, no, it really I, is. So I feel like good, particularly for the small business se- sector, good things could potentially come out of this. You've just got to look at it in the right way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. When I left Morrison's, because I actually got told I was being made redundant, and then I got told that I was offered a job, I basically said, I don't want it. Yeah, I was like, I've made up my mind. You've already told me that I'm going. Do not throw a job into my hands. I came home. I was in tears. I was like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah, like I came away and I went back the day after. I said, Nah, shove it up your back. I don't, I don't want it. I I want to go out and try my own thing. And before I left, my boss at the time kind of said, Are you sure? Because this pandemic is going to go on for a while. It's, and I was like, Yeah, I'm sure. I owe it to myself to try what's the worst that can happen yeah and when am I ever going to get this chance yeah when am I ever going to get this chance again exactly how many people can start a business with a good amount of money to back fall on if I need to it it's an amazing opportunity I'd have been stupid not to take it yeah so stupid do I better myself or do I stay in a job until I'm retired miserable as hell uh, tearing my hair out every day it's it's a no-brainer really when you think about it yeah like I said as well earlier it's like how many people have had the opportunity to have fire rolled up their arm you know and, and lose all of their inner arm hair <laughs> it's just I do things now that I would have never have done if I was in that building yeah because I was just working all the time I was working like nine, ten hours a day, coming home and eating tea and going to bed and crying myself to sleep. It's, I was miserable. It, look at the positives, don't you? Yeah. 100. I feel like that's a good place to stop. I've, I've got no more questions written down. Uh, That's cool with me. 
we've covered a lot. Thank you for coming on and tell us where we can find you online so that everyone listening can go follow you. Okay, so Facebook, I am Abergree Photography. Instagram, I have got two pages. Uh, so if you're looking to support my outdoorsy work, that will be Abergree Photos. And then my studio page is Abergree Studio. And then my website is www.abergreephotography.co.uk. Thank you so much for coming on. I look forward to listening to it.